Hey guys, it's Mikey from the Retrograde Podcast. A quick note before we get started in this week's episode, obviously we're focusing on a wrestling game and it's a wrestling game that took place at the time of the WWF and it was recorded, this episode was, before we'd received news of Scott Hall's health situation. In fact, it's it's kind of in the middle of it as this episode's about to go live. So we we still don't really know what has happened except for the fact that Kevin Nash has essentially said that he'll be Scott Hall will be taken off of life support. Razor Ramon was an absolute hero of ours, both mine and Andrew's. And he obviously comes up on this episode and we speak about him with reverence. Um, it was unrelated to the news, obviously. Thankfully, we had nothing but great things to say about him, of course. Kind of fitting looking back on a guy like that and hating him as a child and only getting older to recognize the immense talent that he actually had. And now looking at it as almost a case of not only Scott Hall, obviously, potentially passing away tragically, but also looking at it as kind of a death of our childhoods or a part of our childhoods. It feels almost selfish to feel so personally affected by this news. But I think that it's important that we say this now at the top of the episode because obviously talking about him without this context is going to sound strange given the three or four day difference between when we recorded it and and when news of his health started to circulate. I know we joke around a lot on this podcast, but with all sincerity, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall was an absolute hero of ours just a pinnacle of wrestling to us and and as close to a real-life superhero, if you can say that, as we had. So with all the love that we have, just give our best to his family, some positive thoughts, family and friends, and uh, and to him to thank him once more, as, as he said so famously, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. We'll see you on the other side. Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. So notoriously in this game. Yeah. Rather than blood, when you get hit, objects fly out of you. Right. Lex Luger, weights. Weights. Brett the Hitman Hart, Hitman Hearts. I think it's Hearts, isn't it? It's, it's Hearts. It's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what would come out of you if I hit you real hard? Oh my and God. And may I challenge you on this and try it? <laughs> if I was a wrestling character, it'd be like money and sunglasses or something like that. <laughs> but I fear that in real life, it was like- I want your real life answer. If it was a joke one, it'd be like mayonnaise or something like that. <laughs> Like a jar of mayonnaise, you're like, or a, a bowl of mashed potatoes. You're like, fuck. I'm going to tell you, I had, a, I had a breakfast poutine yesterday and all day long, <laughs> that thing could have come out of any of my holes the whole day. Man, I can't wait to talk wrestling. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's talk some wrestling. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Sean Michaels, Aaron Worth. Yes, that is so good. I like that one a lot. Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels. It's great. Oh my God. My favorite wrestler of all time. Your favorite wrestler yeah. of all time? And yours is, I think Bret you Hart. mentioned this, Brett Hart. Hart. You mentioned this on the yeah. podcast before. Now, why are these two little ding-bat, ding-dong doofuses <laughs> talking about wrestling right off the bat? It's because, well, I mean, listen, if you're hey. new to this podcast, yeah. first of all, thanks for listening. Thank Secondly. Typically, what we like to do on the podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, it's something we've had an affinity towards one way or another. We rate and review the game as we remember it out of four bits. Then we take a break, yep. play the game, play some of the audio or the video on YouTube, rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games. And today's game ah. is none other 
than WWF WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So we got wrestling on the brains. And why is that, Andrew? Because WWE 2K22 is coming Ooh. out. Oh my goodness. Well, wait a second. Yes. Well, what happened to WWE 2K21, Andrew? Funny story. Funny oh, story. Okay, okay. It was garbage. So no, no. <laughs> they, they came up with 2K20 and people are like, uh, yeah, you've you've they've been cutting costs for years. It's been getting worse and worse. Yes. I lost some other other sports iterations that have mm-hmm. been coming out yearly. And they've decided to be smart business people and said, no, we're going to take a year off. Yes. We're going to rebuild it from the ground up. And the new version of the game is coming out. And I am so excited to play it. You know what? I, I, as a kid, wrestling was everything to me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I had to, at a certain point, stop watching it because I was so emotionally invested that I would cry if guys mm-hmm. like The Undertaker would lose. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, that didn't happen too no, often. No, no. was very I, good. I still didn't like crying and I would sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've kind of gone away from wrestling for a while. There's a local Toronto wrestling group that goes around called Super Kicked. Mm-hmm. You and I have gone to see them live. That's fantastic. Yes, but in amazing. terms of tu- tuning into the WWE, haven't done it in a very long time. And yet... Looking at these videos for 2K22, I'm actually kind of impressed by it all. And I'm like, is this something that I do want to consider giving a shot again? Mikey, Possibly. I'm going to jump right in front of your line. I'm buying it. Oh, you are? I am going to buy this game. Amazing. I, now, did you buy the notoriously dog shit one, 2K20? I didn't buy 20. I bought 19. Oh, okay. I bought 19 and I was feeling it uh, much like Mikey crying at The Undertaker. Yes. I was crying playing this game going, oh no, this game's not good, is it? And then you just heard initially, you know, I will say, um, video game journalism aside, there is a certain amount of paid to play aspects of reviews sometimes. Right. Where you could tell certain people are like, are definitely in the bag and they're like, this game's amazing. Yes. That didn't happen at all no, with 2K20. Not, not whatsoever. The warning alarms went off and be like, people like stay away from this game. Yes. This is not good. Well, and, and, and you can go find videos of like how glitchy the game was. People yes. like running through the ring, the ropes just going completely mad. People yes. getting stuck all over the place. It looked, it looked not just looked, it was unfinished. It yes. was a blatantly unfinished game. Uh, not that that was dissuading me from getting it because I wasn't going to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they decided to take a year off mm-hmm. as a licensed property and build it back from the ground up, whether it was like a complete rebuild, who knows, but doing enough to take a full year off, say no to that revenue, which they would have guaranteed themselves regardless, 100%. And, and to take the time they needed to actually fix the issues... I, that's so commendable. It is. Because Madden's never done that. No. Granted, we haven't ever had a broken Madden game. They're getting really bad, though. They're getting really bad yeah. because they're not progressing at all. Yeah. At all. Now, yeah, do, no, they, do they started, take a year? I don't know. Starting from scratch, like, you know, that's a whole thing. Like, we need to rebuild how we play these games. And if you just, you, you know, it's uh, it's just a yearly iteration thing. By the time that game comes out, it's already half finished for the next year. Well, And so, you know, I just, I, I do think it's I do think it's impressive. And I can't wait to to go back and play it because for a couple of reasons we'll talk about. Well, I, I'd like to know, you, you, you know, you mentioned the game was half finished, but you've, you know, come close to full finishing these games before, at least the storyline. Oh, yeah. Now, what what is it about this one that's getting you back into it if you took the last couple of years off? Well, first of all, you saw the trailer and you go, oh, wow. It looks so Ooh. good. Oh, wow. Uh, it's like, so graphically. Yes. And, and the character the presentation, and, everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's starting to feel more and more like, you know, you... A lot of people like wrestling because they want to be a part of the storylines. And this right. will make you kind of involved in it, which I right. really appreciate. And they're bringing back one of my favorite modes in, in the old wrestling games, be a GM mode. Yes. So be a GM mode has been around in, in different in different iterations. I know the 2K franchises and NBA uses it. Um, th- but being a general manager in wrestling is a lot different being a general manager right. of the Golden State Warriors. Right. So because Golden State Warriors, I'll trade players. I need to adjust their minutes and all kinds of stuff. It's not that different from being the general manager of the Indianapolis Pacers. 
Because they get into fights with the other. Oh, team. yes, yes. The Pacers and Pistons. Yeah. Uh, Malice at the Palace, baby. <laughs> Honestly, was like, go on. Um, <laughs> no, I, is that, you know, instead it, t- it kind of pulls back the curtain and goes like, okay, so who, which pl- which wrestler do you want to give a push to? Right. And you could tell them to win the championship, but then you create a storyline with this guy and you kind of map. Oh, that's amazing. And you map out the shows and over like, oh, you're going to come to SmackDown, but what if he appears at Raw? So are, you, then, are you managing the whole thing the or whole just thing. your roster of fighters? You, I don't, I remember it. You controlling the whole thing. That's very cool. And so you're so playing Vince McMahon. You are playing Vince McMahon. These guys are going to form. Do you have to eat ketchup only? Uh, yes, and you have to get really mad at people sneezing. <laughs> Just weird, weird Vince McMahon intro, inter, intro, oh uh, We call them McMahonerisms. McMahonerisms, yeah. sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and oh my god, his dad was called Big Mac. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Vince McMahon, a very weird man who has a lot of weird, uh, very weird McMahon. Yeah, and so he's got a yeah, he's got a documentary coming out on Netflix. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I hopefully it's uh, honest and brutal. But yes, um, you you do you form take teams, you break them up, and then they can you know have a rivalry to this. And I just I think it's such a fun way of creating a story. What button do you press to uh, kick your tag teammate outside of a barbershop window? Honestly, I if they could do I honestly they, they, maybe this might happen. I I am so excited for this because yeah, the same thing with like uh, Jimmy Snuka and Roddy Wright yes. with the coconuts yes. and like they give you oh I don't know hundreds of arenas back into the past. There's always like a hundred wrestlers you could choose from and unlocking I them. I love. That. I just love that. I think it's so cool. So you know what this is to me is is similar to a new Pokemon game mm. where there's enough in this game with the older wrestlers, the old arenas, the nostalgia factor that I would love to to tap into this game yes. and play it only for the older stuff. No, if you tap in, you're done. Oh, no, that's tap out. Okay, tap in. Tap, tap in means in. I'm coming into the tag team and then I'm throwing you out a barbershop window afterwards. <laughs> the rest will get you like, are you tapping in or tapping out? Are you tapping in or tapping out? <laughs> Playing blackjack makes no sense to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm tapping in, I want more. I'm tapping out, don't give me anything more. Um, the the uh, Similar to Pokemon, where a new Pokemon game comes out mm-hmm. and the original 150 are scattered in among there. But they're the only ones I care about. Yes. I don't want to play with all the new guys, just like I don't want to play with the new wrestlers. So mm-hmm. it, it's almost like if they had a retro mode where it was just like I could cut a sliding scale of like, what year do you want the wrestlers <laughs> to stop being introduced? That's in? funny. I'm like, I'm like, when did Rocky Maivea turn to the rock? Because it's right around there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the nation of domination period. Yes. That's why yeah, I want. Exactly, yeah. I, you know, it's funny too, because in the old ones, if you go to like Madison Square Garden, like the 70s or something yes. like that, there's like a filter on the camera. So it looks like the oh, old amazing. footage. amazing. I love that kind of stuff. And also like, you're like, I'm going to unlock a guy. This is great. Oh, big boss, man. That's too bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah. Macho Man. Um, yes. But I will say, you know, because we, you know, we need to say, we don't really currently watch wrestling. No, no. So we are very unaware of what's going on. Luckily, it seems like every time I see a headline, wrestling didn't age at all. It's still like Goldberg is fighting. That's You're like, what? <laughs> it keeps happening. How is this possible? But I Edge was, is like back again. Edge is back and like, ripped and shredded all yes. get out, which is kind of creepy. It's, it's crazy. Do you think they're on steroids? It's impossible, Mikey. It's That's impossible. illegal. Yes. <laughs> no one ever does anything illegal. Um, and yeah, the other one is like, the, you go through the modern roster. And so like as a, it's like going to a zoo. Yes. Where you're looking at them, they're like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> look at this. Have you, has everyone seen this guy? And he's got some crazy get up. And you're like, look at that guy. It's awesome. I love it. It's it's so much fun. It's amazing. I, I It's just going, I love that professional wrestling has gotten so far away from the source material so yeah. as to be something entirely different. Like yes. the whole idea of two people, like I'm going to beat you up. Like what boxing would be, you know, yeah. like that. And now it's just like, like I'm going to beat you up, but I'm going to drive my Rolls Royce to the car and yes. I've got my tennis rally. Like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Well, the idea that, the idea is like, you still have to justify that they are like a purse fighter. Like they are 
shown up yes. to win some money and knock somebody out. And it's just gotten so much bigger. It's so like, much I am bigger. also a vampire. And you're like, oh, <laughs> interesting. All right. We, <laughs> it's like it's like Kojima got involved and started mm-hmm. directing these these <laughs> games. Uh, uh, speaking of Kojima and some game developers and producers that I really like, Miyazaki and FromSoft have yes. another game coming out that we spoke about a little bit in the last episode, Elden Ring. I had a lot to say about Elden Ring and some of my frustrations with it, the difficulty level ramping up and this and that. Have you given any more thought, first of all, Andrew, to potentially getting this game and getting into it? Mikey, it scares me. It's yeah. very daunting. Yes. You know what I mean? I just know that if I... I I always thought I would not like it. Yes. I always thought it was not for me, but now Elden Ring, no lie, is the biggest game in the world. Yes. Everyone's talking about it. Go on go on social media. You'll yeah. see it. It's Get crazy. On there. You're yeah. not spending enough time on social You're media. You're not. Have you not tried it? You should try it. <laughs> uh, that's like me saying, like, you should try heroin. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, is that It's crazy. It's the most popular game in the world. And so now I'm like, oh, I keep hearing people that have never played it, trying Elden Ring going, no, it's really good. Yeah. So maybe I would like it. I just, I got to carve out, I don't know, a tight 50 hours to it's make sure I like more it. More than that, it but seems. The, but like you're saying, because like last week to this week, you're like, I, I'm unsure. And then this week, it sounds like. I'm, I'm, I've been bitten by the bug. There we go. I, I think I have. Had to shed my expectations of like an old souls game uh uh because it's like usually when you find yourself up against a boss in an old Dark Souls or Bloodborne or a game like that, uh, you're supposed to be able to beat that boss at that time. Right. In this game, it feels like that is almost the artificial gatekeeping to prevent you from getting to somewhere where you're underleveled. Mm. And you do really need to turn around and explore the world organically. You will level up that way. You will come across items and come across uh, little smaller quest lines. Okay. Not in a an objectively addictive way like an Assassin's Creed or even a Horizon where you have these these small collectibles and things like that and and weird tasks that are just sort of fetch quests. It all feels a lot more purposeful, everything that's in the game. And I'm really enjoying just turning it on and living in the world for an hour or two in a very similar way to Breath of the Wild, Mm. where it's like, what is fun about this game? It's not seeing a check mark go on somewhere. The, The fun is actually living in in the game for me and and i know a lot of people say that about games like like horizon and and assassin's creed they do enjoy the mechanics of the game enough i don't that's not enough to to maintain it for me so an an ability to just really stretch out this world with these mechanics i'm really appreciating and i will talk about it a little bit more once i've i've come closer to the ending which will probably be nine months from now we'll see you in november yeah i'll see you in november i'll I'll provide some updates as as we go there and but andrew you mentioned something pretty uh interesting recently which was surprised to me because usually it's just all dumb shit you're okay. talking about. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. How much you love your co-host, and it's like I don't say that. Not enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you you tweeted recently. That episode you, 200 is over. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck. Us, we don't us care us about appreciating each other. Each other yeah, yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. in the past. That was, now. that was a small sliver of our actual feelings. See, in 98 episodes, yeah. dickhead. Um, no, you had mentioned that you had finished Horizon Zero Dawn yes. in anticipation of Forbidden West and almost immediately turned on Forbidden West uh, after your yeah. completion. And it brought up this question. That doesn't happen very, very no. often. Unless you intentionally seek that out, which I'm sure a lot of people do. What were your feelings doing that? Moving from. Forbidden West, or sorry, Zero Dawn to Forbidden West yeah. in a matter of a couple hours. Yeah, playing sequels back to back is a very, you know, unique thing. And it's funny because I'd been playing, I downloaded Horizon Zero Dawn years ago when it first came out. Right. Yeah, I was like, ah, I don't know, I don't have time for this. And then kind of in, you know, finding more time and going trying to play the back catalog, I, I started playing it again. Unquist- Did you say the back catalog? 
No, no, that is for oh, the, no, no. That's for the Patreon. That's by for the way, the, if you're yes. wondering why we're not talking about Matt Reeves's the Batman, the Batman. Uh, it's because we're saving that for Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Retrograde Podcast. We're going to go in depth on the Batman because we're trying to stay a little bit more focused on the topic at hand right mm-hmm. now, which is wrestling and video games. So sorry to interrupt, but yes. if you're curious why we're not talking about it, that's why. Yeah, use promo code Vengeance for a hug for both of us. <laughs> Um, so is, uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't intentionally do it, but at the same time, all of a sudden I, there, I accelerated my playing of Horizon Zero Dawn knowing the next one was coming out and people had started saying very good things about it and it looked so good. So I was like, okay, cool. I had downloaded Horizon Forbidden West, the next game before I had finished Horizon Zero Dawn. So it's sitting there back to back. I can see them on the right, PS screen. Right. And I'm like, oh. And so I, it accelerated my main main story quest. Because you through. wanted to get to Yeah, the- yeah, absolutely. And I will say, because I haven't talked about it since since I beat right, it. Right, right. Um, it's a really cool ending. That's amazing. It's a really fun final battle where I'm not gonna, I don't know, it's a years old game, but whatever. A bunch of robots are gonna attack a bunch of humans. Let's sure. just go with that. And you you have to it's a multi-stage final battle against multi-bosses and it's really good. It's, and it actually you feel like at the end, you're like, oh, I did it. Amazing. Which is the point of these things, Amazing, right? Yeah. You're supposed to feel like you, you accomplished. You, you and I notoriously are not a huge fan of boss battles. No. But I do, I, I've come around to the idea that there do exist great boss encounters or final encounters. Mm-hmm. When they're done right, they do give you that sense of satisfaction. You're saying that worked for you in this oh, one? Oh, absolutely. You felt strong. Yeah. Maybe for the first time all game, you're like, I got this. Like Amazing. I figured it out. And uh, so I'm just picking the guns off one by one, roll, 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 move over that, bang, bang, bang. I it was so much fun. And so now literally finishing the game and getting like a really nice message from like the developers like thanks for playing and you're like great and then I was like all right click over start the next game and I was like (laughs) well this is such an odd feeling you know I will say the differences between the two games are more stark because you're seeing right you just saw the other immediately immediately the graphic improvements the interface has changed right small control differences but not a huge amount and I want to I want to make a difference between something like the Mass Effect reboot or the Uncharted remasters where those games have all been kind of like like the worst elements have been kind of risen yes to match the sequel coming through you're playing the actual initial release versus the most modern version yeah that's a good point yeah yeah yeah, you're that's right Right. They're supposed to look different. There is supposed right. to be a, gen- uh, a genuine improvement yes. from one to the other. And so I will say like immediately start, you know, uh, I don't care. Alloy. I don't care. Stop. Don't correct me. Alloy. Andrew. Uh, no, stop. <laughs> stop. I'm not doing this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as you know, it's you're alloy, getting it yes. wrong. Aloy. I don't care. Uh, is, <laughs> Even in the joke, you're like, fuck it. I, I, I honestly, I'm bail. I'm so mad about everybody. I can already hear them in my head. Yeah. Social media, try it. Um, <laughs> is, uh, she's older and the, yes. the game just looks older. It looks more developed. Like the, the, the she's also got a fucking beard. No, what is not that doing this about? Oh man. I'm not, she's a fat ass no. with a beard. What is she? A, what is she? The biker from Sons of Anarchy? What are I'm, we doing here? I'm not even giving credit to a very small population yeah, that I gets know. amplified. Yes. The, yeah. She's a human being. Yes. She's beautiful. She's a wonderful human being. She's, she's humanity. Yes. Um, so she's older. The environment has grown. And I think that's really kind of a fun part If she part weren't too. beautiful, would you not like the game? Oh my is God, that- no. <laughs> You're playing. If, if, if Alloy was a chungus, I'd be like, get the hell out of here. No, of course not. That doesn't matter. Um, is, uh, <laughs> do you imagine the people though are sitting at home like, she better be beautiful. I know. Otherwise, I know. this I game can fuck itself. I know. Um, but it's cool. It's it's just, I've never seen that with the differences. I usually have loved a game, finished it, waited, and then you go like, and, you, and those differences blend in your head. Can I can I say one thing? Because those are the kinds of people, the ones who are like, <laughs> if Aloy's not beautiful, I'm not playing the game. No. They're the ones who start a game like Elden Ring and make the green troll figures <laughs> with like the squished out cheeks and like the fucking, 
Like, get stay consistent. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I can be whatever they want. They have to be this. Yes. And you're like, yes. oh, that's cool. You sound like a normal person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, you usually, those differences are blended in your head a little right. bit because years have passed. You exactly. Play. Exactly. And so you don't see that. And I think that's, to be honest, why we're so hypercritical of sports games because they come out 11 months difference. 100%. And so you're like, I just played this game. Yes. Um, so I thought that was really interesting and I think it's a pretty unique experience. I don't think a lot of people will have that opportunity unless you're going back to play stuff. I honestly, I can't remember. I don't know if I've ever done that, mm. it, which is so strange to say, but I don't think I've ever known that a game was coming out. Cause usually if a sequel's coming out, I've already played the game yeah. or I, I hear about the announcement and I'm like, okay, I definitely want to beat this one ahead of the release. Right. Maybe I'll do that with God of War. Yeah. Because I was about halfway oh, through yeah. it. And I, I feel like that might make sense to get me a little bit more acclimatized to the characters idea. and things like that. Um, but I, I don't know that I ever have, honestly. No, I I think it's a pretty unique experience. The, the, the replies I got at Retrograde Andy, Mikey's at Retrograde Mikey. Oh, yeah. Podcast is a Retrograde Pod. Um, we're a lot of Uncharted. A lot oh, yeah, of yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, 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 where yeah. people like... You know, I, I obviously the pandemic's been awful, but if it has given people more time to do stuff, it sounds like playing video games is one of them. Right. And a lot of people have said, like, I played one, two, three, four, five. Yes. And you're like, whoa, that's cool. And that must have been cool because the Nathan Drake story does develop yeah. his family and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I think that might have been kind of rewarding. So that was interesting. That's amazing. Uh, the only other thing I want to mention about other games before we get into this week's game yeah. is uh, I, you may remember at the end of last year, I had rated Death's Door as one of my favorite experiences yes. from. Uh, that that calendar year, and I, I do remember that, Mikey. The listener probably doesn't because they forget oh. everything I say. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the the I I went back to that game because I finally got my Xbox Series X, and I told myself I was going to put the last half or or like three quarters or last quarter of it on hold because I was having some frame rate issues on the original Xbox and some oh, okay. some some input delay. So I got back to it. First of all, finding my bearings in that game was fucking impossible mm-hmm. because so much time had gone past. Mm-hmm. But I stuck with it. And holy hell, that game's even better than I thought it was wow. initially. That is one of the most pure, tight gaming experiences I think I've ever had. Mm. And I'm not saying top five games of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you start to say like top 10, top 15, top 20, I, I start to pay attention. And I want to uh, give a little bit of a shout out to the the soundtrack of this game uh, uh-huh. because I've been listening to it kind of nonstop it's available on uh on youtube and the uh it's it's written by a guy named david fenn who did the soundtrack to games like moonlighter which Mm. is also notoriously good yeah the notoriously notoriously pretty good uh the score he also did a lot of music with big yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) whoops uh infamously Ah. the the it's just it's phenomenal and mm-hmm. and uh, some of the little bits of, of music you get in there, it's great writing music. If I'm just taking my dog for a walk, I throw yeah. that on in the background. Do you really do that? Uh-huh, do you listen 100%. to soundtracks? Always. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Because uh, I find like I, I I like you know those lo-fi remixes on on YouTube music mm-hmm. and and or just YouTube in general when I'm writing or answering emails or it really does like invigorate me in a yeah. weird way. And this is a great one for it. If you haven't given Death Store a shot, it's on Game Pass right now. No excuses at this point. For? It is a phenomenal game and kind of an introduction to the type of uh, challenge and mechanics that you'll experience in a game like Elden Ring, where it's just like, here's your set piece that you're trying to work your way through. If you die, you got to go back again. It's less punishing because you don't lose your experience points in in Death Store. Mm -hmm. Death is just kind of death. Uh, so it's a little bit more handholdy, but but learning to accept death as a learning experience is very prevalent in this one. And the story is fucking amazing. That's I cool. just like 
Anyone out there who hasn't given it a shot yet, you as well, Andrew. Seriously, I, I think honestly, you really like it. I honestly should. You know, a tight 12-hour experience is, oh, is that's a little cool. bit more manageable than... Uh, it's not as daunting. Than, yeah, as an 80-hour one. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know what's gotten close to 80 hours these days is a fucking WrestleMania uh, <laughs> broadcast. Well, it's, over, it's two nights now. It's crazy. It's, Which, by the way, good. It, two nights at four hours? Yes. Very achievable. Yes. One night at six hours? No, thank That's you. That's too much. No, I don't it's like that. It's too much. Imagine yeah. being in the audience for that. No, you'd be dead. You'd be, you, uh, would, yeah. you would probably die. Yes, you would. <laughs> People would start foraging for food. Their <laughs> light beer their runs own dry. Religions and societies. <laughs> I am the leader of section B11. <laughs> I'm the leader of section B52. Oh. Come on down to my love shack. <laughs> Uh, 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 they have rock lobsters over there. I was going to say Rocky Maivea lobsters. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was much better. Uh, WWF WrestleMania as a game is so unique in the wrestling landscape. Now, not unique necessarily for video games. Yeah. Midway was pretty uh, uh, blatant in the fact that they essentially just saw Mortal Kombat in NBA Jam and yes. was like, there's got to be somewhere to meet in the middle there, <laughs> which sounds silly, but also Great idea for a game. No, it makes total sense. Especially in the realm of wrestling, which yeah. is absurd. You don't want the blood and the guts, but there is a, an element of winking to the camera in Mortal Kombat, especially in later generations, uh, that I think I think wrestling definitely has. Yeah. And therefore, imbuing that kind of style in a wrestling game is a great which, idea. Uh, totally. And like, not to skip ahead, but it's funny because it coming out when it did. Yes. Um, 1995. 1995. This is still a window in which people are like, wrestling is good. Yes. And real. real. <laughs> And, and if people are like now going like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. Like, you know, it's over the top, like NBA Jam, like, you know, Mortal Kombat. You're you're not giving the people what they want. They right. want a realistic wrestling game where now no one is kidding themselves that it's fake. And so you're like, oh, I'm okay with it being a little silly. I like that they just, wrestling just shifted the narrative on what real and fake means. Because you always have the story of a wrestler being asked uh, like, hey, how do you like live? This is, it's fake, right? And then they're like, the pain isn't fake. The fighting Scripted. isn't fake. It's yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yes, Every, everything is is real in the sense that we are actually putting our bodies on the yeah. line and getting hurt. It isn't real in the sense that The Undertaker was risen from the dead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That Paul Bearer has a soul <laughs> trapped in an urn. And that, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and somebody's like, no, still, well, that classic guy on the internet, social media, look it up, is, is still real to me, damn it, while he's crying into the microphone. Yes. Uh, one of the best, <laughs> most genuine things you're ever going to see. It's so genuine, it hurts. It, I know. It, it's so cringy because it's genuine, but to that guy, it's still real to me, damn it's, it. It's funny because I watch that and I'm like, someone's got to give that guy a hug. And then I realize there's nothing in my life I care that much about. And now I start to feel bad. <laughs> Like, I fucked up somehow. Uh, so, WrestleMania is obviously a, a midway game. So, obviously, in in uh, in good... Uh, 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 company? A good company yes. with, with the likes of, of an NBA Jam and a Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat and mm -hmm. this and that. It's It was originally out in the arcades, which I think a lot of people is how they played it. We're going to actually, believe it or not, be playing it on the PlayStation 1. Ooh. Not because that's what I played it on as a kid, but be, because because uh, I think I played it on the Genesis as a kid. I think so, yeah. But because the PlayStation 1 has some updated graphics, mm -hmm. some updated capabilities, why not play the best version of it available? We're giving it the best chance we can. The best chance we can, <laughs> exactly. Kind of like what we did with Space Jam, and look how that turned out. And, and it turned out, uh, yeah. Uh, everyone remembers Space Jam 2, right? That came out in less than a calendar year. Everyone remembers exactly where they were and then we saw Don Cheadle in Space Jam 2. I can't believe, dude, that is, I still haven't seen it and I often forget that it did come out. Uh, it's so funny that I think it's on Disney Plus now. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet I still am like, well, what else is on? Yeah. yeah I yeah, am yeah, yeah, in yeah. no hurry to I'm do in that. no rush, especially because it's, the, the thing that bugs me the most about it is that it's, 
it's silliness. It doesn't lean enough into the silliness. It's not self-aware. Like silliness that isn't self-aware to me is like, no, thank you. Yeah. That's the one thing I cannot handle. And it seems like they just, they didn't understand the jokes they should have been making in this one. Well, I just, it is more, ba- oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about space yet, but it's more even more baffling of like, you know, like trying to use all those IP characters and going like, no, this is cool. So the Clockwork Orange guys are in this. And like, what? you didn't know that? No. They're in the sidelines. Like cheer. They're, it's like this, the whole arena is filled with just IP oh, people. Oh, okay, okay. And like, like a Wreck-It Ralph scenario. Yeah, or play Ready Player One yes. or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like clockwork orange and Lola so Bunny's playing basketball. Weird. That's know, so weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, swinging a miss. This game also very weird, uh, but I think in a more self-aware way, which I do really like. I mean, you don't include a character getting punched and dumbbells flying out of him right. like Lex Luger without having this sense of 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 uh, winking towards the camera, which I think is very important in a game like this with a tone like this. Mm-hmm. Eight wrestlers overall. Okay, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, mm. The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Bam Bam Bigelow, Yokozuna, Doink, and Lex Luger. Yeah. Who are they missing in that? Uh, well, a bunch of people probably. But this was the early 90s in wrestling, That's right? That's what I mean. Yeah, 95. So they would have been developing probably 94 or something like that. So 93. WCW is, is risen and they've started signing all the Just older- Just like The Undertaker himself? Just like The Undertaker himself. <laughs> They're like, do you want to come too? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so they started stealing all the older stars. Right. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Like all these guys have left Ultimate Warrior. Mm. Well, Ultimate Warrior had issues that's separate to that. But, um, and so like all these guys, so they started to rely on smaller wrestlers. Shawn right. Michaels, you know, Bret Hart, right. things like that. You mean like smaller in stature? I mean, I mean, smaller yeah, in stature, yeah. it just completely changed the company and now has kind of, you know, shaped it to more what it is. So I wonder actually who else you'd be missing from that lineup right now. It'd be tough, like who was in the WWF at that time. You know, I think Goldust was probably yeah, Goldust around was that time, maybe slightly later. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, Diesel, but Diesel went to WCW. Well, no, point. Diesel, would. this would have been a Diesel time, but I think Diesel was still Shawn Michaels' bodyguard yes. at this point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had his own his own run. Because you're right, because Razor Ramon and Diesel were around the same time and Razor Ramon's in the Right, game. so right. uh, Razor Ramon, one of the best characters. Honestly, Just, Ra- Razor Ramon. Well, it's funny because I chose Razor Ramon as uh, back like beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We did a wrestling draft, our mm-hmm. top six or whatever, and I I chose Razor Ramon, and everyone was like, "You can't choose that." And I get it, like if it's the six of all time, but to me, he was, list. he was the best villain. He was I, the best, the best heel. I'm also going to admit something here. If I <laughs> I follow certain uh, certain like uh, vintage wrestling things on like social media, check it out. Is uh, and and every time I Razor Mo comes up, I'm like, is that the most handsome man that's ever existed, dude? I like, <laughs> I look, at, I can't believe this. And like, obviously, people are like, well, it's Marlon Brando. I'm like, have you seen Razor have Ramon? You seen the seven foot tall Razor Ramon? <laughs> yes, it, he's so <laughs> handsome. I can't get over it. <laughs> Just thought I'd bring that up. Uncoincidentally, he, honest, him and Doink, <laughs> <laughs> the two most handsome men of all time. <laughs> They had to put him in face paint. He was too handsome. <laughs> they had to. Doink to me feels like a weird choice because he was always like a care. He was he was a wrestler, Absolutely. but he wasn't top eight. No, but I think to play into the absurdity, he he was in like WWF Raw. He was always in these yeah. these kinds of games. So that kind of makes sense. So. I, I think if you're if you're choosing wrestlers to fill out the top eight, you got a good selection mm-hmm. in this. I'm sure there's some that that are missed that that people are going to want. Uh, the announcers, Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon, oh, doing like you know how you got amazing. the NBA Jam announcers going on. Imagine yeah. that, but Lawler and McMahon. Yeah, the actual announcers at the time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, the single player mode, though, this is where I kind of start to worry about this because I did love this game back mm-hmm. in the day, but back in the day, I feel like a single player mode in a sports game or a fighting game, they were all fairly light. Yeah, there's no story in this one you basically just have different championships like the intercontinental championship uh the heavyweight or whatever and then and then a wrestlemania challenge which is slightly different they're all 
iterations of the same thing. It's all just wrestling matches. You have to beat like a gauntlet of fights. It's like a one versus one, a two versus one, a three versus one, and a, right. a couple variations of that, and then and then you win it. That's it. Mm-hmm. No storyline, nothing. And then the WrestleMania one is just a gauntlet. You have to you start with three other people in the ring, and you have to beat all other fighters in order to win it. And it's like that can be done in fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and you've beaten the game. Yeah. So it seems like this is you know at its heart an arcade game at its Bret Hart an arcade game thank you very much and when they brought it to consoles they didn't do much to flesh out the single player yes. story as it's Heartbreak Kid it's it's yeah yes yes. actually 123 Kid would have been 123 Kid was I was thinking Be Boss Man also I'm yeah. now just I, think, I know I, yeah I think I saw your eyes glaze over as I started to explain I'm like he's thinking of wrestlers isn't he? <laughs> I'm just like yeah hey Mike you shut up for a bit I'm just thinking about wrestlers <laughs> and there's 30 seconds of silence on the podcast yeah uh, I'm gonna look some up in the, the gameplay portion yeah um, we'll, we'll come back after that <laughs> with it Um, but you know it was very much like NBA Jam again at the time. I think Midway was more focused on the idea of an arcade style yeah. game than actually having some single player. The thing that I find funny about this is in the arcade, this game was called WWF WrestleMania. There you go. On the consoles, it was called WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. <laughs> you know what's That's a, a good, miss? A good sign for any good uh, for any game? Two colons. <laughs> Two colons. <laughs> Actually, I had a surgery go wrong, so I I've you do got have two, two colons. colons? As well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. just keep collecting them. Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're not on your body? Oh no, no, no! They're in a bag. Now, how do you collect a col? Like, okay, a colon. I guess you can, but you can't collect buttholes. No, you can't collect the absence of something. I'm just grabbing tubes. <laughs> just tubes. Just tubes, baby. <laughs> just tubes. Uh, uh, Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid was great. Yeah, Psycho Sid. Sorry, I'm just now. No, no, people. I love this. Yeah, I, every couple seconds, I'm just getting named. This somebody. is by the way podcasting where you have to be like. <laughs> robotically having a conversation while thinking about something else at the same time. My yeah. eyes split into two different directions as my brain, brain is split down the middle. Yeah. Much like another clown, not oh. doink, but it. It's it the clown. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's the clown. Very scary. Uh, so uh, the development, <laughs> as I mentioned, inspired by uh, Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam, the, the only thing I want to say about the development cycle of this game, which really surprised me, given what the game okay. is, although the game looks fucking awesome. For 1995, this game looks so good. I remember it looking very good. I'm assuming it's going to be the same. Mark Turnell was a programmer who worked on the game. Okay. Six-month development cycle, 16-hour days, seven days a week. Cool. That is fucking crazy. Oh, really cool. Normal. Very, yeah, very I can't wait normal. to reward the, yeah. I'm sure his family loved it. Uh, uh, he, he returned he home. died two years later? <laughs> That's probably unrelated. <laughs> that is insane to me. And again, uh, I think this is us saying the video game industry needs to unionize. Oh, you need to unionize. We need to protect the labor, please. Yes. God. Uh, uh, so that that's about it. But I, I do want to talk about our experience with the game, Andrew. Absolutely. As far as wrestling games go, you know, we've talked about No Mercy and WCW versus NWO yes. as kind of the two... In, in our opinions, or mine at least, kind of the best wrestling games that we've played. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with those. Those are the, those are the big standouts. And then were, did you play any of like the old SNES uh, games where it was kind of like just like a 2D ring, but moving up and down and yeah, playing like, like WWF I, Raw? Yeah, but not none leaving a tremendous impression. Right. Because right. you're right. You were talking kind of about the generations of these games. You got that. Then you go into this. Right. Then you go into this mode here where it's the SNES and Genesis ones. Right. And then we go into uh, the N64 kind of block. They all look like uh, plushy dolls. Yeah kind of thing like, yeah. and then you get into the next one which is the PlayStation series yes which is like uh, Here Comes the Pain or right. a raw, uh, Smackdown. Smackdown versus Raw yep. yeah and then you get the newest ones which are the 2K versions yes and 
it's you have a game that kind of stands out from every generation. Absolutely, in my mind, absolutely. You know? So yeah, I, it's re- and and funny enough, even though they're talking about the same thing, they're really hard to compare. They really are, and it, you know that that makes me curious because again, I haven't played a modern day wrestling game in so long. But like the controls, I can only picture a wrestling game with three D graphics that have the controls of like a No Mercy. Yes, and I don't know if it's the same or different. In in I, I can't imagine it would be one to one, but it worked pretty well. So you know, as as something to to kind of stick to the craziest thing. To me about WWF WrestleMania is that it was so different Mm -hmm. than any other game out there, at least in the realms of wrestling, that I think that's why as a single title, like I I mentioned, uh, WCW versus NWO or or No Mercy. Yeah. This is the one that stands out to me on its own because it was so different than any other wrestling game I played and was always this kind of legendary one. My brother and I stumbled upon it uh, I think in an arcade at first and then found it on a console. I think we got it, like I said, on the on the Genesis and were so taken by it. Right. You know those memories you have when you go back and play a game and it feels like you're playing magic? Yes, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what it felt like to me. It was so much faster than every other wrestling mm-hmm. game we played. The over-the-top nature was like, when Undertaker, and I, when I'm watching wrestling and the Undertaker chokeslams someone, my child brain is imagining their soul leaving their body oh, yeah, yeah, or like yeah. like bats coming out of the yeah, Undertaker. Fill in the blanks. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. as though it takes the image of wrestling in like a notebook and then I draw my own imaginative like animations around it. Mm-hmm. That This game was like the realization of that and it spoke to me as one of my favorite wrestling games I've ever played. Yeah. That's my experience with it. Did you have a, did, did you play this one a lot or was this more like a coins in a machine experience? Coins in a machine. Yeah. I played an arcade. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of arcades kind of around us and this is one of them. Yeah. And uh, I love this game. I loved wrestling. I needed no excuse to love this game. Yes. So like this was just, I was all for this. Also, the arcade nature made it much more approachable mm-hmm. than like, oh, I need to know all these combo moves. And you, you and I both right. said, we're not fighting guys. No, no, we, not We don't like close. fighting games, not you know, and we could appreciate it, but it's not, they weren't games that we were drawn to. And so when you started doing that, I got a little bit afraid because that was the genre that I didn't like. Yes. This one's like, just smack each other around. Whether you know what you're doing or not, it feels like it's going to give you a show. And that, that's th- good, this that's is good. the fear that I have with this game. I remember it being so fast and so over the top but that's relative to 1995. I worry that my kind of like when I watched the undertaker do a choke slam and I imagine the bats coming out and all that stuff. I imagine that now I'm picturing this game from 95 and thinking it's way more over the top than it actually was. So if we start playing the game and it's slow, it's really going to take me a long time to get into it because that was the appeal mm. of it for me. But there's no real way to, to figure out if this game holds up in the modern there's no day. no way to know. Other ways, and so I think we just end the podcast here and yeah. go on our way. Episode 201, Andrew, we had a good run. Yeah, that was, those were our thoughts on uh, 202. Those are our thoughts on uh, oh, 202, the game. You know, I'm just trying to help you out. Um, you stupid idiot. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, wait. We could go back and play the game. Oh, friggin' heck. <laughs> You're so right, Andrew. This what? is why I keep you around for 200, <laughs> 201 previous episodes. 201 previous episodes. Yes. yes. Uh, Mikey, we should go play this game, fight each other, and find out who is the ultimate victor and why is it Doink the Clown. Okay, well, there's only one way to send us over there. Ding, ding. <laughs> sculptured. sculptured software. Well, that's a perfect name for a bunch of sculptured men. 100%. Yeah. Uh, What's going on here? Sculpt- what? Jason's tip. When your opponent is running or leaping at you, a way away punch can be used to pick him off and deliver a body slam. There's a picture uh, of one of the developers. Uh, of Jason. And uh, Jason, you want to take take two or? Uh, <laughs> for the picture? Yeah, is not you, smiling. Not, not looking at the camera? 
Oh, you said uh, Brett the Hitman Hart was 5'11". We're looking here. It's uh, six foot one. I'm, I'm sure he is. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure now he's 5'9", in my mind. Uh, okay, so clearly, even in the pick character screen, this is Mortal Kombat. This is absolutely this Mortal is, Kombat. This is Mortal Kombat. Uh, the only difference, look at Yokozuna's face. Jesus. So we're looking, we, we see the eight characters, Undertaker. So you're... You, Yo, you're gonna be Lex Luger. I'm gonna be Lex Luger. I'm gonna warm up to get to Bret Hart. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to beat Wait, you with whoa, your favorite person. Whoa, whoa, I'm, He's not my favorite person. Oh my God. We can do some head to head or cooperative. We're gonna do head to head. We're gonna head to head because we're gonna learn together. We're gonna coco bonk each other. Yes, I will say I don't know if these logos were ever used again for them, but they're great. Oh, the the like kind of the intro logos. Yeah, the title logos. Oh my God, the sweat coming off of them. So sweat is in place of uh, blood. Blood. Okay, big big kicks. So they got them to... Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. Okay, so we are figuring this out, and Mikey is whooping me. Yeah, I got you Got you with a big boot. Oh, I, I released a heart from your face. So now you're Bret Hart. That's usually where the hearts come yeah. from. You got to pin me now. Oh, got nice. you pinned. Got you down. Okay, first fall award. I think it's two falls. Okay. <laughs> two times damage for a first hit. I kicked you in the nuts. And, uh... <laughs> and you know what shows? Oh, oh, I threw you out outside the ring. the ring. You tossed me outside the ring. I don't know what's going on. I'm very upset. I'm scared. I'm not supposed to be outside the ring. I'm supposed to be inside the ring. You and have you like no health left, but you just went on like a pretty, uh, pretty big run there. Whoa. Oh my God. Mikey did a rolling uppercut and now I'm down. I, I honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I did that. That was it. But it, it honestly looked, looked like, a, like you planned it. <laughs> I like, rolled across the ring at you. That was unbelievable. So, okay. Already. That's one match we just had. Already. I'm like. That's all there was. Like, there's no circumstance leading into the fight. No. There's no circumstance after the fight. It's just, you guys are about to fight yeah. now, and then that's it. No, it's, so. it, honestly, each round took 30 seconds? Yes. Wow. And I don't even know if I necessarily think that's a bad thing. Not necessarily, but you you kind of hope that there's more to it outside of, of this, but maybe yeah. not. Razor Ramon uh, against Doink. Doink. I'm going to be Doink. Mikey's going to be Razor Ramon. I feel like this game is made for Doink, right? Yes. Razor Ramon in green pants. Yeah, not not as typical pinky purple ones. Oh, I got a razor. Your hand turned into a razor. Oh, I turned into a big boot. Oh, a gold necklace fell out of Razor Ramon, eh? Yeah, I love that. Holy moly. Okay, so Andrew already kicking my ass here. Yep. Oh! Whoa! So I did a big dive, like big Superman dive, and actually no animation though, oddly enough. And now Ooh. I'm kicking your ass on the ground. Oh, you got to pin me. There you go. There's the first Doink. fall. There's, so I feel like the the uh, Razor Ramon has harder hits, but slower hits. Because I if, I, if I'm like away from you trying to get a, a hit in. Oh, oh, you well, actually got me like a, in a hole. Like a big, a big hold. It's, it's much harder for me, I'm finding, to like hit you with something. If I initiate the... Uh, the hit and and then you come along. Oh my god! So you you were laying landing yeah. <laughs> laying on the ground. I picked up your uh, feet and just kind of smacked you up and down. Razor Ramon strength seems to be his uh, his thing, eh? Yes, absolutely. So Doink has some. Uh, <laughs> she's just running at me it. and I just boot you in the face. <laughs> that was like a Shawn Michaels special move. Yeah, I just walked into it. Doink is, uh, I feel like a little bit faster moving in this high flying. He's a he's a fun character in this one. But oh, we're oh. nicely done. Mikey got me. I, I was going for the final blow. He instead final blowed me. Final blowed you. You know what? Kind of cool when you when you pin and you get the win, mm -hmm. your character does like an animation. And yes. the fact that it's all real animations. Yes. It means that the actual wrestlers were involved in, in doing this, like I was, getting the motion cap, not the motion capture, but like the 
the live the f- action capture. Yeah, like, it's like photography reels. Yeah, you know like what I mean? FMV almost. Yeah, so like I, I, I found it very interesting. The like they would have to have them with their leg out. They would have to have them, like the punch yes. finish. I thought that was really cool. And to get them involved, you know, you, you kind of think you're like, oh, these guys are too big for a game like this. But maybe they found it cool. Maybe they see something like Mortal Kombat and they're like, man, I get to do that. That's pretty fucking cool. Okay, so Bam Bam's outfit fire is is live. actually on fire. Wow, that is that's cool. very cool. I'm kind of trying to face it. Whoa! I just came towards you with a choke slam. That was, I guess, a special move. Um, lots of like multiple, oh. multiple button presses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Ins- oh, I don't have to pin you. I just that was weird. That was weird. Okay, okay. Bam Bam, I'm figuring out a little bit more. Yeah, here. Bam Bam seems to be like pretty, uh, pretty suitable. I think to I your- can walk you. I want to. I want to figure out if I can walk you uh, over the rings. Oh, oh okay, I threw you out. And that's what I meant. But you did it to me. That's very embarrassing to everybody. I'm trying to get myself out of the ring. There, I did it. We're gonna fight. We're gonna fight outside the ring, baby. Oh, now I'm coming back in. I'm coward. scared. Okay, fine. I'm not a coward. Oh fuck you. Maybe I should have been a coward. <laughs> I'm going back. We're gonna see you later. <laughs> oh, big jump. We're so close to one another. Oh, oh you got me. You finally got, got my first hit. win. That was good. That was good. Oh, thank Christ. Bam Bam uh, seems to be a pretty good choice there. Yeah, Bam Undertaker. Good. I, Undertaker, I think, was like the guy I used to choose most in this game. That would make sense. Uh, let's go with Shawn Michaels. Okay, so we've not played as Shawn Michaels and we've not played as Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Here we go. Here we go. The final matchup. Fate. There you oh, go. Oh, he's got his pail of salt, Yokozuna does. Just like Mr. Fuji used to do. What? There oh, you go. Oh, he just picked me up and threw me out of the ring. Holy moly. <gasps> Is that the... I could do the bonsai? You just did the bonsai on me. Okay, I can... Oh, this is great. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're kicking my ass in this one. So, uh, when Yokozuna gets hit, uh, ham comes for Is it hams? I think so. So that's kind of like our mayonnaise joke, but real. (laughs) I think Shawn Michaels is my worst character. Which is... Oh! Which is disappointing to me. You just did the bonsai on me! That's so fucking cool! I did the oh, okay. You're just dominating me. So you- when we went for the pin, I was like, no, let's not go for the pin. I'm going to go for the bonsai. And I did it thinking that would end the match. Yes. But uh, I'm not able to do the pickup on Bret Hart. Maybe it's a size thing. Maybe like, it's at, like there's some heavy characters. Because yeah. I am noticing like big differences in in uh, uh, pace and, and speed and all that kind yes. of thing. And I, I think did- I think that's a lot of it is, is knowing your character and their moveset, which is actually really cool. Right. I didn't think there would be a whole thing like that. So that, wow. Yeah, because look at the damage you guys are. You're very taken off me with two hits. Yeah. Wow. As yeah. You, you want to do some co-ops? Let's do some co-ops. All right. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Ramon. Okay. I did really well as Yokozuna. So. All right. Razor Ramon and Yokozuna. So go down to cooperatives. Absolutely. Cooperatives. Here we go. WrestleMania challenge. Oh, okay. We're challenging the WrestleMania. Well. Itself. It's, as an arena. Prepare. Buckle <laughs> in. We got eight hours, baby. <laughs> okay, okay. So Shawn oh. Michaels and Bret Hart were facing. Oh, uh, Shawn Michaels uh, has me. I have. And he threw me out of the ring. I have Bret Hart. And I seem to be making good work of it here. I'm not. Shawn Michaels is uh, kicking my butthole. I think Bret Hart is done. Wait. He's out. Holy moly. You're really good with Yokozuna. Oh, now Razor Ramon's in. That's me. Okay, now I'm facing, facing your brother or a twin you didn't know <laughs> you had. Like, it's like a soap opera. Okay, Razor Ramon's almost done. Razor Ramon's out. Oh, I oh just my, got a The Hurricane s- Rana. Okay, wait, I'm facing my own brother now. Oh, Sean Mike, oh, Yokozuna's back in. Shawn Michaels. My my number one uh, uh, task has just been kill uh, Shawn Michaels, and I haven't been able to do it. Bam Bam's coming in now. Loading. That took too long for the computer. It had to stop. Yeah. 
Oh, I got to pick him up. Look at me annihilating him. That's me. Okay, there. I'll take him. We got Lex Luger. <laughs> here, here. Give, me, give me the dead man. There's a little bit of chaos involved. Lex Luger comes in from off screen, but guess what? Guess what, Lex? Oh, I'm almost dead. And I'm dead too now. Oh, match awarded to Lex so, Luger. Comes in and cleans up out of nowhere. We, we did pretty well. We did pretty well. I'm going to change because I'm not good as Razor Ramon. Okay. I think I was pretty good as Bret Hart. Okay, so we did pretty well. We eliminated, I think, six guys. Yeah. I need to put a shot to Michael. I was pretty good as Lex Luger. You were pretty good as Lex Luger. We can beat two heavies again. Hey, there's Jason again. <laughs> Jason's tip number one. The funny thing is, is Jason, he's got those like weird rapist glasses and a crew cut and a dirty mustache. And uh, guess what? It's back in style now. <laughs> yes, it is. Jason, you're the <laughs> Jason sexiest guy at the bar. You really missed your generation, buddy. <laughs> he's like, if you, if, if you told Jason that Justin Bieber would be dressing as him, <laughs> You'd be, be like, like, that's not fun to make fun of me. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, no, legit. Yeah, he's doing it in a good way. All right, here we go. WrestleMania Yo challenge. Yokozuna and Lex Luger in the WrestleMania challenge. Mikey, I won't be able to help you out this much. I need you to not take care of, take care of Shawn Michaels here. Okay? Well, I, I was uh, Razor Ramon last time. I was, oh, Bam Bam got me. I didn't realize he was. <laughs> so I like in the first couple of opponents are very easy to eliminate. Like I've already eliminated Brad. Oh my God. You're on fire. on fire. Oh, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, I, we got to get rid of this Lex Luger because he's confusing me. He's got pink boots on it. I don't like it. You know who else wouldn't like it? Lex Luger. Yeah. <laughs> pink boots. Oh, no, man. Okay, so Bam Bam's actually oh my God. really kicking my ass. He's really good, Andrew. I need help with him. There you go. Okay. <laughs> what did I say earlier? Okay, Bam Bam's out. And, you and just, Lex is out. Lex is out. The other Lex. I honestly thought that was me. I think we share a health bar and die at the same time. We do. We share a health bar. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Do I try, try one, one more like, time? Yeah, let's try one yeah. more time. I don't like Lex. He's, he doesn't have as many throws. I, I like the throws. Mm, I'm gonna, like you know that. what? I'm going to go as Bam Bam. Bam Bam is good. What came first? The uh, flame tattoos or the personality of Bam Bam <laughs> That's a good question. You got a oh, green Bam Bam. fire Bam Bam below. Man, they love giving you your version. Yeah, I, and I hate it. There's eight characters. There's only four in the ring. You don't have to immediately go to a... Okay, that guy's done. John Michaels is done. I'm doing a, a decent job with him, and he threw me at the ring. <laughs> are getting your ass kicked in these uh, challenges. And then when we play, you beat the shit out of me. I don't think what's computer. going on. Oh, there, I got him. I got him. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> good. I'm not worried. Thanks. I got him. <laughs> I'll get to like... I got Yoko. I very warmed him up for you. Oh, my God. I sent him 30 feet into the sky with that uppercut. Uh, Yoko's uh, pretty good in this game. <laughs> I, I hate getting the updates that you're like, I'm getting my ass kicked, Andrew. Hey, uh, Andrew, not going so well. <laughs> uh, if you got some time, I've already eliminated Doink. Whoa, Whoa, look at Yokozuna. He's got giving me a big, belly bump. big belly bump. All right, Razor Ramon, he comes in with some fire. I got Yoko, don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanks. We got Bret Hart coming in now. Jesus, they're just coming in so fast. The load is is really annoying. Oh, they, did you see that? Uh, Bret Hart just eye gouged me and eyes came out of me. That's, oh, he just eye gouged me too. That's, we're missing, it, funny enough, four eyeballs come out of you. Four, uh, too many eyeballs. That's, that's, that's more eyes than I have. Spare. Uh -oh. oh, it's like me and Colons. We're dead. We're dead oh, already. Colons. Well, I don't know if we're going to be wow. WrestleMania champs, but I feel like uh, feel like we at least conquered our, our our misunderstanding of the game. Yeah, absolutely. We got the control of some characters. That was pretty good. That was a lot of fun. Let's go and talk about this game. All right, let's go see you on the other side. Ding, ding. 
Oh no, here comes Corona. Oh no, here comes Corona. Another Mikey and another Andrew coming in to kick our asses in different colored shirts. And welcome back to the retrograde. Welcome back to the retrograde. And let me tell you something. Well, you may have gotten the better of me in the second half, but I got the first impression. And the first impression is all that matters because yep. I could have walked out of that ring, head held high, belt in hand, but I gave you a shot because I wanted there to be a story. I wanted there to be a rivalry. Sure, we entered the ring together, but if there were a barbershop window beside you, I'd throw your stinking little dinky ass out of that no. window so fast. I'd cut your hair even though you don't got I none. Don't, I don't have any. That's 100% true. I'm, you try, go- I'm trying to eliminate all possible ways of attack <laughs> in advance. Hair, hair, number hair, one. Shave my head, yeah. I also, if we got into a ring and I was the champion, I would just walk out again. State title champion, baby. You can't, title doesn't change in a count out. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, do it every time. I would do that every time. Are you uh, yeah, 100%. Me? I'm a real piece of shit. I'm a real piece of shit. That would be like the ultimate heel move of like, no, doesn't I'm matter. sure it's happened before where yes. they just, I think, in fact, I think I remember seeing that where it's like, I remember once on Monday Night Raw, the first fight of the match, the title changed hands, which Whoa. is like not going to happen. And then they went back and they said, no, it was a quick count. It was like a, one of those typical gorilla monsoon oh, yeah, comes yeah, out yeah. and it's like, well, it was a quick count. You can't, can't change right. hands. And it was a disqualification. Yeah. Ooh, do you remember our discussion about gorilla monsoons? Oh, and how they're more dangerous than the sharknadoes? Sharknadoes? <laughs> yes. I, which I, they absolutely, uh, a they downpour absolutely of gorillas is yeah. much more scary than a tornado full of sharks. So you've come around on this. Because you originally know. thought Sharknado was. I don't know. If I avoid the place where the rain is, great. Mm-hmm. The tornado travels. That is the fear. Yes. Uh, and it's unpredictable. In, well, its, in his past. But a monsoon takes up way more space than a tornado does. Does it? I think I so. I always thought it was about the density of the gorillas falling to the earth and not the area in which it covers. The density as in the gorillas themselves are dense, thick bones? No, 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 no. The the amount of gorillas coming right, down. Yeah. Right, well, And I'm the velocity. Thinking, I, I think there's only... Uh, there's only one way to, to justify this, and it's one gorilla per raindrop in a monsoon. Oh my God, that's a lot of gorillas. That's a, a lot of gorillas. It's a lot of gorillas. <laughs> Just full buildings getting crushed under the weight of thousands of gorillas. <laughs> the, world no, hundreds of like thousands the, of the world would look like the end screen of Tetris. <laughs> Just full of gorillas everywhere. Or if you go back and listen to our roller coaster tycoon, the amount of clowns. The it's, a of doink, clown. it's a doink monsoon. <laughs> So we just played WWF, WWF WrestleMania, yes. the arcade game. Uh, Mikey, initial thoughts. What do you think? What are you thinking about this game? I was really nervous going into it because so many of these games from this era that I loved, I loved for the speed. Let's look at Sonic for one example. The speed and maneuverability, and I worried that this wouldn't have it. It was not as fast as I remember no. and did not control quite as well, right. especially not having a joystick, which I think really helps in these situations yeah. as we're playing on the, the original PlayStation. Um, but it was still wacky and over the top. Yes. And when you did stumble upon a, a combo or like a special move or something, it felt really good. The craziest thing about it is some of the special moves were intuitive. Yes. That's to say you knew how to do the bonsai as Yokozuna just based on context clues as yes. opposed to like learning a button press. That's really impressive for a game from 95. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, the fact that some special moves are just built in and organic in the yes. game, I think is a really cool thing. Instead of like, it's finish your move time and the screen flashes and something happens. Like, yes. No, no, I, the game's already silly enough and it's kind of fun that it happens during a match. Like, a wrestling match would happen. You know I, I do mean? think, though, wouldn't it be cool if when someone were on the ground uh, and it says pin him, you do a fatality and that is their special. Now, yeah, like Bart, Bret Hart does the sharpshooter. Yes, or, you know, exactly. Switching exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that would have been really interesting. But you know what? It was arcadey, but 
I don't think I ever was like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. no. Like, which is odd. It felt like just flair added to what a wrestling match would be. There, yeah. You know, there's an uppercut and they fly in the air. Sure. sure. That's going to happen sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's You're just going to fly 20 feet into the air. Yeah. After you defeat Razor Ramon, he has to go on his hands and knees and search for all the gold chains that he <laughs> lost during the match. Exactly. That's exactly. going to happen. Exactly. Lex Luger, when you punch him and a weight comes out of his <laughs> chest and it lands on his foot, Ouchies, ouchies, ouchies. Yeah. That's going to hurt. When Bret Hart is defeated and he's dead because he lost all his hearts. <laughs> That's a big issue. I like the idea that you punch him once and his heart comes out of <laughs> yeah, his mouth. And you're holy like, shit. <laughs> and he goes completely gray like vision and just passes away. And you're like, oh no, I killed him. I just punched him once. Shawn Michaels rips a patch off of his pants and puts it into oh, his... See, that's Care Bear stuff. There I like that. That's yeah. good. They're, they're caring about each other. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I actually thought the gameplay was was good. And you know what's so funny? We're going to talk about the length of the matches. Yes. Because you kind of made a comment and I was like, oh, I got to save that for later. They're short. Those yes. matches are very short. Yes. And I'm not sure that's the worst thing. I agree with you, actually. You know what I mean? Because we've played a bunch of fighting games yes. where it just takes too long. The Simpsons wrestling game is Simpsons what I was wrestling thinking was about. Fucking 15 minutes per fight. And they're very similar to this. Yes. Over the top, just smacking each other around. And if I had to hit the guy a thousand times to go down, you'd be like, oh, this sucks. A hundred percent. You know, but they're, the fact they last 30 seconds, you're like, oh, good. It still makes you do that thing where it finishes and you go, oh, let's do another one. Let's do yeah. another one. It's like, what, what are, it's, it's like yeah. when you get a TV show that's 22 minutes mm -hmm. and it's like, of course I'm going to watch another one. Chris. Everyone can fit 22 minutes Absolutely. in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. You're like, it, it keeps you going and so i think in that way it stretches out the the duration of my attention to this game <laughs> that's that's very true because it's very similar to the undertaker getting hit really hard it's bare bones because oh, bones, bones very fall. good yes. um there's just not much structure here to keep you interested mm -hmm. we almost on our first try as complete novices in this game beat the wrestlemania version we all the, yeah it, like what what more would we have done had we done that? If we had beaten that on the first try, though, that would have been super disappointing. <laughs> but also, maybe my crowning achievement of my entire life. Oh, 100%. You only get one shot at your first try, mm -hmm. and we nailed it. Yeah, we, we did really well. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you have to defeat? I think it's all eight. Oh, my God. We did come very we close. We came very close. Holy shit. I think we were on seven and eight or something like and that. And then our takes two, three, and four were not as good. <laughs> not as good. Uh, one of us was not holding up our end of the bargain. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to point any fingers. No, we shouldn't. Uh, but if I did point a finger at this person, a ham would tumble out of his body. <laughs> the full cooked turkeys. Everyone else is like theming. And then the whole thing of Yokozuna is like, he's fat. <laughs> it's like, well, that sucks. Undertaker, Imagine, he's dead. Bret dude, Hart. Being Yokozuna must be so tough because you're Hawaiian playing a Japanese person. Yes. The whole thing is that your special move is you're just big. So you land on someone. Yeah. But you're also making so much money. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, it's great. And the other one is you got to keep that that body shape up. Like, you got to eat 10,000 calories a day, my man. Like, Fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, like, uh, I, I guess. Fuck I, yeah. The funny part is, I, I think the Dark Side of the Ring had an episode of Yokozuna. Oh. And I watched it. I and, missed the last season. Uh, Yeah, there's there's highlights and lowlights. I but, feel like it's gotten worse since season one. Well, the problem is, like, the stories are less sensational. Yes. Right? So, but um, is that... Uh, they were talking about him. He's like, he, you have no idea how athletic this guy was. And, oh, really? And then you kind of sit there and you go, well, he'd have to be, right? He's 400 pounds. How the yes. hell is he moving at all? And you're like, he'd have to be naturally incredibly athletic. Right, right. You know? It's, it is crazy. I think all wrestlers in general, um, like, it's almost as though, you know how they always say they're like UFC fighters, they go, you know, they go to a bar and people always like try to pick fights with yeah. them. It's almost as though 
you would still bet on the professional wrestler in that scenario because you know they're just as athletic as the UFC fighter, not mm-hmm. trained in the same way, but very athletic with a seven foot body yeah. and a thousand pounds of muscle. hundred like, percent. Insane how big these guys are. Yeah, it's so, and I imagine the wrestlers get it a lot. We're like, yeah, yeah. So just fucking a professional wrestler. He's not a real fighter. Yes, but I bet you he could kick the shit out of you. Yeah. And so when the undertaker is not the undertaker and he's Mark Calloway or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, his yeah. name is, he's still a seven foot, 350 pound man or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And that could just eat. And you know, if you ever want an example of that, if there's ever, you ever see the clips of a fan getting into the ring, Oh they, they my just god! Beat the living shit out of these guys. Yes. Like they have to hold them back. Yeah. Be like, oh, finally, I get to kick the crap. The, the only thing that would give me pause in that consideration would be when they did the brawl for it all, yeah. when they actually boxed, yeah. and no one could throw a real punch. Yeah. You know, they're not used to doing that. Yeah, Granted, never, all they have to do is lean on you, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, and you're done. You're dead. Yeah, I'm not taking my chances against a, a fighter, but uh, nor am I. Andrew. No, it yeah. sounds like you are. It sounds like you're like I'd beat him. Listen, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Heir to the Callaway fortune. Come at me. Don't bring your golf clubs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anything that stood out in this game that was bad apart from just the lack of structure in terms of gameplay, did you like it? Did you dislike it? You know what? I wish there was just, I don't know. I can't get mad at the game for being the version it is, but I wish there was a slight bit more breathing room so we could do stuff like the top rope or, um, you know, like when you're on the ground, stay down for two more seconds so I could figure something out or like, you know, figure out the special moves. But that's also the appeal that it moves pretty quick and it's yeah. kind of, you know, all over the place. So I don't know if I really, that's a real negative. It's just more, I wish we could have explored that. I think one of the things that, that was a little bit frustrating about this is that it was, it would punish high risk, high flying maneuvers a little bit more. If I get the input in and I'm running at you, it should give preference to my attack yes. over your little jab. Mm-hmm. It felt very dissatisfying to pull something like that off and then doink just kind of gives me like a little bop in the nose and yes. I'm like my my drop kick fails yeah you're you know? in the air yes. with momentum and i could just you know pop you yeah you know yeah, like yeah, that yeah. yeah that's kind of insane but i did like the outside the ring stuff i didn't think we would actually be able to get yeah. outside the ring yeah which we did which was cool that was fun uh and i remember you know i think most of my memories of outside of the ring brawls come from other games it's surprising that this doesn't have as much to do out there mm-hmm. uh you would think it would get really silly with what can go on outside of the ring. Fans coming in, grabbing some of the wrestlers, reaching for more items, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And and the fact that it doesn't have that is a little bit disappointing because I think they really could have leaned into it. But... The core mechanics that are there are fun. Yes. The the variation in the wrestlers, in their powers, in their speed, in their, in their move set is not what I expected. I this. didn't see this coming at all. No. No, no. I thought they were all going to play the same. Right. The same core mechanics. Right. And then a couple special moves are different. Yes, exactly. That's not true at all. They move different, different speeds. Strengths are different. It was like, it was surprising when like the first, I think two fights I was... I won pretty handedly. And then the third one, you just smoked me. Yeah. And just that swap of character selection and moveset change. And plus, obviously, the fact that you're getting the hang of it. But like the fact that the characters would change that much to allow for a two pretty handed wins to a very significant loss. It's impressive it that, is. that that variation exists in this. Oh, no, for sure. In such a, what is seemingly such a simple game. Yes. You know, I thought also eight characters. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. I wish more characters. You know what? It's good. I, I, but I, imagine if there were 25. Oh, imagine I'm not, if there were 30, I'm not complaining, yeah. but if, if they... I don't know if they could have varied 25. And I think at 25, we're like, oh, they're not very varied in characters. Right, but they're it, not very unique. Yeah, at eight, you're like, oh, it's four and four probably. Yes. So that's pretty That's pretty good. I mean, whatever. I keep thinking, I'm like, wouldn't a modern version of this be good? And I guess we got WWE playground, like playgrounds or what? Backyard, backyard, backyard whatever like it is, that. yeah. And we, you and I played it briefly mm-hmm. and it was okay. It was okay. But it just wasn't, 
you know, it goes back to that whole, like, we think we want what we want, Absolutely. but sometimes it's better to just let a game like this exist as it was back in the day. And, and that said, maybe it's time for us to get into our, our ratings. It's literally the theme of this podcast. It is the theme of this podcast. You know what I mean? You don't always, you, let, let Sleeping Dogs lie. Like, that in your memory is sometimes better. Yes. And then we just dig them back up like The Undertaker. Now, normally what we do is give the rating prior to the gameplay, uh, but we didn't do that this time, change things up just a little bit. Uh, but let's let's start off with this, Andrew. Yes. We each give the, the games a rating out of four bits based on what we thought about it back when we played it as kids. Mm -hmm. uh, now that we played the game, we can come back and also give it its rating out of four bits based on how the game holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like Elden Ring, like Horizon Forbidden West, yes. like uh, Solitaire as well. Mm -hmm. That's still mm -hmm. a, a pretty modern game. Yeah, Solitaire is super modern. Right now, go find how it. How is it more modern? How could it be more modern? It couldn't be. It couldn't Playing be. cards? Come on. Yeah, maybe if they were NFTs. Oh, oh boy. I'm playing with my NFTs. Playing with my NFTs. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't touch them. You can't feel no. them. That's the point. That's, that's the point. And also, you're not, if you're trying to do that, you're not taking them seriously enough. No. That they're ape, not toys. <laughs> that cartoon is not a toy. But it's bored because nothing can touch it. <laughs> it's just so bored. We live in hell. Um, <laughs> so, so, Andrew, why don't you uh, start us off out of four bits with your rating as you yes. would rate it as a little child okay. back when you were playing this game. Absolutely. So, I loved wrestling. I loved. I, I wasn't crazy about styles of games like this, but right. wrestling would have been a nice right. introduction for me to play it. Uh, I had all my favorite characters that I get to play again. I think I actually would have really liked this. Yeah. I don't think this is four territory. I don't think this is like, oh, Stone Cold. I, I, in my head, yes, absolutely. Right. I always played this game. But I think I would have really liked it. And so, it's a difference between a three and a three and a half. 10 to go with wrestling, 10 to go with Bret Hart, three and a half for me. Amazing. Three and a half. Uh, uh, exact same score for me. And for yeah. a similar reason. I wasn't a huge fighting game fan back in the day. I would play some Mortal Kombat. I sucked at it. But the reason I liked those games was because it was fun to stumble upon combos and see cool things. Cool people do cool things. Yep. These cool people were people I would watch on TV. Now I get to control them yeah. and do it in a way that feels a little bit less tethered to reality, even compared to the likes of like a WWF Raw, which was on the Super Nintendo mm -hmm. and, and the Genesis. I, I, I was fascinated by this game. It was almost a game of legend. I had almost imagined later in my life that I made it up based on like a hodgepodge of other games because no one ever talks about WWF WrestleMania. They always talk about either slightly earlier or slightly later. Three and a half for me. I had a, uh, an absolute blast with this as a kid and uh, let's see how it holds up in the modern day. Oh, God, that, that, this is where it gets tough. This is absolutely a tough stamp because <laughs> I love wrestling. They don't make games like this. Yes. You know, specifically. Uh, anymore, but yes, you know, NBA Jam was a really good comparison. Right, that we keep bringing up, and it's because NBA Jam I play on my phone now. Yes. I play NBA Jam, the old school game, on my phone. This would be a phone. Is game. it good on your phone? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know, not that nothing crazy, but like yeah, I like it. Um, you, yeah, th you're right though. This would be a better phone game than, than this. You'd else. be playing yeah. this on your phone. Yes, you would not be playing. So let, let's be realistic about the the output that you would need from this game. Sure. The other one too is outside of us playing this game for whatever we play it for. How much more could you play this game? Yes. So you know, we're in a world where we're talking about uh, WWE 2K22. You know, how does that stack up to this? Like this, that's got several versions and arenas and wrestlers. Right. Like we're talking about hundreds of wrestlers, hundreds of arenas. I, I just don't think this can then hold up. It was fun. It was fun for what it is, but it's ultimately not a fulfilling, big, broad game that would stand up right. today. I'm giving it a two out of four. Two out of four? Yeah. I... I totally get that, yeah. especially because playing this for as long as we did, I feel like I got my fill. I don't really need to go back to yeah. it. However, Ooh. it would be kind of cool to completely learn a character's movesets. Yeah. Like to commit, say like, Andrew, we're playing this again a week from now. Pick one character. 
We're going to duke it out. I can't wait. Learn all their characters. Love it. Or learn all the moves. Let's do that. That would be a little bit more fun. And granted, you can say that about every fighting game. If you spend more time with it, you're going to enjoy it more. Mm. Sure. And that brings me to my, my, my kind of second point to this. There are a ton of other fighting games yes. out there. So yes. if you want to learn the moveset, if I'm going to spend my time learning the moveset, it'll be for like a modern Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. not for this. So ideally... It's a great game. You just come imbued with the knowledge of how to play it, play it and have a great time. But that's not realistic. No. I, I I will hold some space for, uh, as I've, I've never done in my life before, I will hold some space right now for a potential higher rating based on the fact that I could learn the moves and have some more fun yeah. to bump it up from a two to a two and a half. Okay. And I think that's where I'm going to go with this one. So two and a half for you? Two and a half. So that's a seven out of eight in the retro score. Ooh, very good score. And then a four and a half, a four and a half, excuse me, in the current score for a combined score of 11 and a half. 11 and a half is, uh, you know what? It, <laughs> pretty good. It, it's pretty good. Drop the ball, I think, in the, in the modern yeah. day. But look, arcade games are meant to be flash in the pans for the moment. It existed at a time when, when... That's all that really mattered. Why would you have story in an arcade game when you're just going to be there to play a couple matches? Yeah, good point. Granted, that means it ages poorly in the modern day because we just don't have that arcade game sentimentality, Mm. most of us at this point. There's usually something more imbued in there. So an 11 and a half overall, I think it's very fitting. Yeah, very fitting. I'm I'm glad the retro score did as well as it did because I really was fascinated by this game. But that's it. I love it. Okay, so there you go. So 11 and a half out of 16. That's a pretty good score. And honestly, that game... I don't know. Going into it, do you think did it? Oh, did it? Uh, did it go pa- surpass your expectations? I think it was one of those. You know, if you're if you're playing in the Masters as I, I've done before, and what? you come in with a with a two stroke lead, all you're thinking is just don't let me fuck this up. Let right. me play a consistent game, a uh, consistent round, and and don't screw up, and I'll be happy with that. Yeah. I'll know that I, I did my part. I was just hoping this game didn't fuck it up. And I don't think it did. It didn't fuck it up. It, it didn't age poorly. No. But the overall genre of arcade fighting games did. Yeah. And therefore, it it suffers as a result. For sure. If I get, if you told me before, you're going to give this two out of four in the modern score, I'd be like, oh, good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'd so be like, then I'm going to have some fun today. Totally. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn my candle at both ends, play it for as long as I need, and then never have to touch it again. Totally. But why are all those camera people oh, there are oh. they taking are they here for me oh, oh, the, oh no. they're here for the award the ceremony. award ceremony oh okay God. let's uh let's uh make our way to the red carpet let's do it you've been waiting for it all year the most glamorous award ceremony of the week ladies and gentlemen the gradies here we are yeah, incredible. dressed up as we as we are wont to do for yeah. the day of the red carpet you got a toque on I've got mm-hmm. a shitty unironed red shirt yeah. uh, and, and we are ready for an award ceremony the likes of which we haven't seen Absolutely. before but I, what I love about a red carpet ceremony for especially for wrestlers is they show up in character they do show you know, up in character red arts in the leather jacket and the singlet you know yes. uh, Undertaker's got his big hat on you yes. know oh my goodness you've what's got the, your what's you've the got similarities your between uh, a group of girls going to brunch and the Undertaker Big hats. Big hats. They <laughs> big love hats. Big hats. They love those big hats. And lots of different faces, depending on <laughs> on where they're at in their lives. Both wearing makeup. Both wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> yes. They yes. both have fat creeps chasing them around, <laughs> saying that they want their soul in an urn. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if things get tough, they'll choke somebody. Um, oh, wow. So many similarities. Oh, so many similarities. Elliot. They're seven feet tall and they can lift me above my head. <laughs> The differences between girls going to brunch and the Undertaker is I want to be dominated by both of them. 
Oh, God, Elliot, I know. Sorry, I made you wait. Sorry, Zary. Uh, uh, let's, uh, Elliot, uh, dressing up, obviously, in his big hat and a yep. nice one of those little singlets. What do they call the underwear? He's got underwear yeah, on. Yeah, he's got underwear on. And like really speedo. kinky boots, as Chiwetelogy will forward say. Uh, why don't you reach into those kinky boots, grab us an envelope, and, uh, and let us know what awards this game won. The Field of Childhood Dreams. If you play it, they will review it fondly. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Now we have to whisper. Okay. That's it from now. We reviewed it fondly. I'm only going to eat corn the rest of the day. What? It's cornfields. Oh. You never seen you've never seen Field of Dreams? I thought this was I thought that was the saying from the Lego movie. Oh. <laughs> if you build it they will come. I is this is that not No, it's from a Field of Dreams, a movie with Kevin Costner. Oh. Uh yeah. It's it's a good movie. It's good. You were about to shout out your friends. I was. Over I was going to say, Costner, yeah, Talking Coster. If you, we have friends, I can see it in your eyes. I know. Yeah. I was going to do it. We have friends that are doing uh, Talking Coster, talking about every single Coster movie, uh, including they just released a Patreon talking about Yellowstone. So go over there and listen to Talking Coster. Which I've been on an episode. On? I was on an episode for Bull Durham. Bull Durham. It's a great episode. We, we, we I got, got a, one of the better games. We got to convince them to to have us on to do uh, the Waterworld video game. I think we'll do a home and home because we'll have them over here to that do the Waterworld video game. Yeah. We'll go yeah. over there to talk about Waterworld. But yeah. Yeah, talking Costner. So Field of Childhood Dreams is the retro score of a seven or higher, which yes. we got in this one. Yes, a we very did. good score. I it, it was a very good one, objectively I, speaking. I'm not complaining. What's yes. the difference between a seven and a half in the retro score and a bunch of girls at brunch? <laughs> I want to be dominated by them both. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. The big theme of this episode is remember, Doink is terrifying, and a bunch of girls going to brunch is terrifying also. <laughs> That is two things that are very scary and weirdly dominating. <laughs> okay. Oh, Mikey. So, uh, any, any final thoughts about WrestleMania as a video game? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to get back to you guys when I buy WWE 2K22. Yeah, uh, update us in There's uh, a lot of twos in, in that. Weeks. Oh, my God. I can't WWE get WWE 2K22. Yes. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you reports about that and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, excuse me. Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. And I hope you enjoy Keep Playing Ellen Ring. I will. You stay on that. I Andrew, trust me, I will. I just want. By the way, like four weeks of not playing Overwatch. I was just going to ask you. Four weeks. I was just going to ask you, how's Overwatch going? I think I'm kind of past it. Congratulations. Uh, I made the conscious choice to do it. I feel pretty good about about my decision. Uh, every so often, I get a a an urge to like just spend half an hour with it, and I say, no, you know what? I'll work for this half an hour and then use that half an hour to play a little bit more Elden Ring there later in the day. I love that. It's I'm great. very proud of you. Okay, Thank good. You. Well, we're going to hear more about it next week. And when, when I we fail. <laughs> when we fail and we talk to you, we love every single one of you. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Did you get your line? Fuck <laughs> Want more Retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey, at RetrogradeAndy, and the podcast at RetrogradePod. Or Instagram at TheRetrogradePodcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at Patreon.com slash TheRetrogradePodcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to TheRetrogradePodcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D-Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. That thing could have come out of any of my holes. 